Hey, Coastal and all you other listeners out there. Um, welcome to episode two of the Coastal Leadership Podcast. I am Alan Stanley, the worship pastor here, and I'm here with my friend, Pastor Lucas Granger. Hey, buddy. It is good to be back at it. Always enjoy doing this, even though it's just the second time, so <laughs> uh, always, but it's fun. That's right. That's right. It is a lot of fun. So last time we got together, we talked about keeping the main thing the main thing. And we want to kind of do a part two of that today, and we're going to be talking about pitfalls to focus. Yeah. So I know in my life, like, I have goals that I have set for myself, things I want to accomplish each year. Um, And, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to do those things. Like, uh, I have personal goals as, like, I want to write worship songs or um, create an album or, you know, even stuff in relationships like that. Yeah. And seems like every year I do not accomplish that one thing that I yeah. want to do. I, I you accomplish a either... hundred other things, but not that, that one most important thing. Exactly. I get either, I think for me, mostly is I get busy. I feel like I get yeah. busy doing other things and I always push that one thing off. Yeah. Uh, but I know it's the same for everybody else too. Cause I hear it every year yeah. at the beginning of the year, you know, everybody's got these new year resolutions and then like two days into it, they're yeah, already they're done. done. They're, they're done, done with it. So I know it's not just me. Yeah. So what are some things that we can do to to help us stay focused? Yeah, yeah. Avoiding some of those pitfalls are uh, are huge, you know. And and one of them that you just said, I, we all we all do it. We know that we've kind of set some of these things, and we get caught up with the busyness of life. And uh, there's this one particular scripture in in Luke nine where Jesus is taken. He's given his disciples authority and. Uh, of power, and he's commissioned them to preach the good news of the gospel, to heal the sick. Um, and then he says this to him in Luke 9, he says, uh, don't, and this is from the message translation, it says, don't load yourself up with equipment. Keep it simple. You are the equipment. Mm. And I just thought right. that, that was so good, because I know that's one of my things too, is I have a tendency to kind of load myself up with a lot of unnecessary things. And, and the same thing with our schedules. We load ourselves, we load our schedules up with a lot of unnecessary things. And um, I even think about this time where uh, me and my wife, Devin, and the kids were getting ready to go on a <laughs> vacation. And I, and I know that you will be able to relate to this. <laughs> um, but it's that moment where you're, you're packed up and you realize how much luggage you are taking for a weekend trip. It's like we are leaving for two days, and right. we've got enough stuff for a month. Right. And uh, it's, just, it's just wow. And, and the thing is, all of that luggage really slows us down. Um, it, it, uh, I remember this, this one time I was in Indonesia, and we were taking these uh, different teams to different locations, and we would tell everybody that wanted to go on these trips, all you need is a backpack. If you can't fit it in your backpack, mm. then it's not necessary. Right. And it's something about getting it down to just the essentials, the things that are just absolutely core and saying no to everything else of knowing, hey, I'm taking this flight. I've got this one bag, this one size bag. And if it can't fit in this bag, it's not coming. Right. You know, so keeping it simple. Yeah. I know some of my favorite trips that I've ever been on. Like, I think that one time we went to Costa Rica on a surf trip. Yeah, we have one little bag, a couple of shorts, you know, surfboard, and we had the best time ever. Yeah, yeah. yet the last time I went on a vacation <laughs> with, my, with my family, it seemed like not only did we have way too much clothes, 
It was the food. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Got, I don't know why, but we packed so much food to take with us. I'm like, we're going on vacation. We're going to be eating out. But anyways, all the kids have yeah. to have snacks. So We I have this tendency, you know, we kind of overcomplicate things sometimes. And uh, it's, you know, it's always with good intentions. But um, most of the stuff, it, it, it just kind of piles on more and more pressure. I read this quote one time. It says, uh, knocking out 100 tasks for whatever reasons is a poor substitute for doing the one task that is meaningful. Mm. Knocking out a hundred tasks for whatever reasons is a poor substitute for doing the one task that is meaningful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember this happened not too long ago, but I had just had one of those days where it was it was just that I was knocking out a hundred tasks. I it was super busy getting everything off of that checklist done that I wanted to get done. And by the time I got home, I was just wiped out, tired, you know, mm-hmm. uh, felt good because, hey, I'd done all of this stuff. But then there, this moment came where my daughter came up to me and was like, Dad, do you want to play? And I was, no, <laughs> I don't. I'm so tired right now. Right. And it was just this reality of, man, I spent myself mm-hmm. on these hundred things that honestly weren't that important. Yeah. And now I'm saying no to the most important thing right now, which is my right. daughter just wanting to take this time and play with me. And um, it, it's easy to, to bog ourselves down. And so Jesus says right there, you know, keep it simple. Keep the load light. Right, yeah, because I can relate to that because I'm definitely a task-oriented person. I love, uh, you know, making the checklist and, and marking them off. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I do. I, I definitely feel accomplished at the end of the day. But then the end of the year comes, <laughs> yeah. and then I look yeah. back and see, okay, yeah, I knocked out all those day-to-day tasks, but yeah. I didn't accomplish the one thing I set out yep. to do in the beginning of that year. So. Yeah, I, I've, I would rather do one thing with God than a hundred things for God. Mm. And, and especially, you know, mm, with, with us as leaders, yeah. you know, it, it's so easy to get caught into that, man, we're doing all this for Jesus, for Jesus, uh, but man, we I don't want to lose Jesus in right. the process of it. So doing that one thing with God. And, and what I have found with um, you know, constantly in the scriptures, you see Jesus going away, spending some time uh with just him and the Father. And you know, there'd there'd be huge crowds, huge uh quote success uh that has happened in Jesus's ministry, but he was constantly getting away because he knew what that one thing was that was gonna keep him centered. And what I found is when when we do that, when we keep God really just focused and centered and spending that time with him, the other things, the other hundred items on our checklist come so much more naturally. Um, it's, 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 It's an outworking of what we've done with God than rather just trying to do all this stuff for God. Right. I know like even too with, with my personal walk with Jesus, I feel like when I do take that time to to spend with him, he helps sharpen my focus, sharpen my vision. He, you know, he's going to help me uh, um, focus more on what's important, what the main thing, you know, and instead of I kind of let everything else go of the week or whatever, and I actually press into him and he kind of yeah. tells me what, you know, this is, this yeah. is what's most important in your life. So that's good, man. That's good. So moving on. Let's talk about, um, you know, I know also for me, like some of the reasons why I don't do the things I know I should be doing is honestly just because I'm, I'm scared. I'm not going to do it 
right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. not it's not gonna be well enough. It's not gonna be what I want it to yeah. be, you know? Yeah. How no, do- and I totally understand and a lot of that, you know, having that <laughs> that type A personality that you got and, and I have it too. And um but there, there's this kind of conception that listen, if we don't hit a home run the first time, then we're not a good player. You know, we kind of have this, you know, idea that, oh, you know, if I don't get it exactly right, exactly perfect the first time, then I'm a failure. Uh, I just quit. And, and that's what happens. It causes us to lose track because because um, we didn't do it perfect the first time. Uh, we, we, we stopped short. You know, we think the things that have to be uh, natural and easy and mm-hmm. raw talent. Uh, but the truth is, the majority of the time, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, growing pains, and it's it's tough, and you yeah. got to study, and uh, you've got to work hard, and you've got to get some training, and <laughs> right, we yeah. don't always knock it out in the park the first time. Yeah. And I don't want to hear that, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I want to knock it out of the park every time I step up to the plate. But you know what? That actually reminds me of um, of a, a Thomas Edison quote. You know, somebody was asking me about. You know, why do you keep trying to, you know, to, to make the light bulb whenever you failed so many times? And he was like, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways how not to do how it. not to do it. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, he was yeah. growing in the process. Right. So how yeah. do we like, you know, it, it seems like Thomas Edison had this uh, mentality of he wasn't failing. He was learning from yeah. his failures. And we've got to do that. We've yeah. got to take that attitude of our failure isn't final. Um, you know, the Bible even tells us, listen, the righteous man, he falls, uh, down you know, seven times, but he keeps getting back up. And, and there's something about the getting back up to keep going. Um, it's all the stories that we've heard of, you know, Disney, how many times they, they failed and went bankrupt and, uh, right. Harley Davidson and, and Thomas Edison. And, uh, one story that, uh, I came across just this last week that I thought was awesome was, uh, the song from the movie Frozen. Oh, I know that. Let one. it go. <laughs> oh, my, I know that. My song. girls have not let it go yet because we've heard it a million times. Oh my gosh! And you know, the, but this song became just a huge hit for Disney. It was, it was, you know, probably Grammy nominee song. I'm not exactly sure if it won right. or not, but you know, huge, <clears throat> massive hit. Uh, but I read a little bit of the background on this song, and there was a husband and wife team that wrote this song. And it actually got rejected 17 times. Oh my God. 17 times by Disney uh, before they actually got accepted and the song Let It Go. Uh, But what's even cooler about it is when this song finally got accepted by the the movie producers, it actually changed the course of the entire movie. Mm. Uh, You know, this movie, Anna and uh, Elsa, they're the one sister kind of becomes the villain and right. freezes everything. And yeah. uh, originally in the original script, she was going to stay a bad guy. She was going to stay the villain. And, but upon hearing this song, it really rewrote the entire story oh, wow. where there was redemption for her sister at the right, end right. because of this song. And I just think about how, you know, that's the same thing that's true with our life. You know, what, if, what if they would have given up after 15 tries, you know? Right. Um, but, it was that one is that they didn't give up. They kept going. Mm. And ultimately in the movie, it brought redemption, right. you know, and, and the same thing with our life that we keep going, we keep getting up. Uh, our failure isn't final. And that, you know, there is, 
redemption mm. uh, in the process. There's learning in the process. Yeah, right. That's good. That's good. That's 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 hard though, because I know even in my own life, like I think about um, back when I was in high school and playing sports. You know, and it's so discouraging to be playing doing something and and losing. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know, over yeah. and over again. Yeah. It's like you don't want to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's rough. <laughs> you know, and you keep trying, but yeah. um, but I guess it is it is a mentality thing. We have to we have to get that mentality that listen, it's okay to fail. It is. And let's learn yeah. from it and yep. pick ourselves and let's do better next time. We can yeah. do it. We're going to be able to do it better the next time. And Jesus even tells them, like here in Luke 9, Jesus gives them clear direction. Hey, I've sent you out. I'm giving you power. You're going to do all these things. You're going to preach the kingdom. You're going to heal the sick. Uh, but then it says this. Um, and when you go into these certain towns, when you're not welcome, shrug the dust off your feet. And and roll out, right? You know, he's he's gonna say, "Listen, be prepared. There's gonna be some rejection, right? You know, there's gonna be some times where you, yeah, you just left one town and it was it was awesome and it was parades and parties, but the next town they they might try to kill you." (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. So we cannot be afraid to fail. We can't be afraid to fail. Yeah. But then there's the flip side. Mm. You know, there's the failure, but then there's and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this. You know those bands out there. Let's let's. I'm just gonna name some off. Like, um, what is it? Ice Ice Baby. Little, little vanilla ice. Little, little vanilla ice. Little 1990s little, yeah. action. You know he didn't have another hit. That was a one hit wonder. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. Or um, video killed the radio star. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what, that. What's the name of that band? Uh, the well, let me see here. The Bugles. The Bugles. I think the bu- I think the name of the band killed the band. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. I don't think video had anything to do with yeah. that. The you know, fact the, that they were called the Bugles. Yeah, and even that that famous song which I love, "The Eye of the Tiger," you know, yeah. is by this band named Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. yeah, but like that was it. That was it. They had one song. They had huge success. And then you don't hear another thing from them, yeah. you know, for the rest of their career. That was it. They played that one song over and over again, I guess, you know. Yeah. So how do we keep ourselves from having, you know, say we're doing something and we start having success with it, and then we just camp out right there and we don't continue yeah. to move forward. How do we uh, not rest in our success? Like you said, there's so many uh, people out there, they've, they've done just that. They had a little bit of success and then they just stop right there. It's like they hit pause. Right. And, um, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the guy in his fifties that's still talking about winning the high school championship football game. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 You, you got to move on. You, yeah. you know, there's other things to be done. And, um, but it's true. It's, it's, it's very easy to, to be a one hit wonder and, and lose focus by resting in our success. And, um, I think it, it takes a few di- different things to to not let that happen, and and the main thing is is staying focused on Jesus, uh, spending that time with Him, getting alone with Him, because He's going to keep things on focus. Mm-hmm. Um, a great example of this is uh, the movie Star Wars, and Star Wars, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the the six main films there. Those, out of those six films, they they topped four point three billion dollars. Uh, in those Good, films, which sounds like man, four point three billion dollars, like that's huge amount of money. Awesome, yeah. Um, but what's even crazier is they made ten billion dollars on just their merchandise. 
<laughs> so action figures and t-shirts oh and hats, right? Right. And, and so there's a part, like, if you were in that industry and you were uh, part of the Star Wars uh, franchise, you would think that the success comes from the merchandise. Right. After all, it, it, it more than doubled the right, sales. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Of, uh, so you, you'd be tempted to just focus in on the merchandise. Yeah. But the thing is, the only reason why any of the merchandise is even being bought is because of the film. Right. You know, uh, the film is what makes the merchandise possible. Right. And the same thing is true with our life. And, and when we do begin to experience any measure of success, it's only by the grace of God. Yeah. And he is the one that makes it possible. Um, and we, we, it's so easy to throw all of our chips in that one basket and say, oh, well, this is what's, what's so important and all these things that we're doing for God. And he's the one that's doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, one plants, one waters, but it's God that brings the increase. And uh, any success at all is just by sheer grace and, and him doing it. And, and even here you, you have, again, in the scriptures, the disciples would come to him and say, um, you know, Jesus, look at all of this this stuff. And he said, listen, don't don't rejoice in that, but rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that salvation has come to your house. You know, it, it's it, it's keeping that focus of um, only by your grace, God. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, when you were talking about that, it just kind of, it kind of, the thought that came to my head was, you know, if we're, if you're, say you're out there trying to dig for gold, and you start, you start digging, and then you come across one nugget, <laughs> one, that one, you got the one gold nugget. nugget, and then you quit. Yeah, you know, like you just, you know, like why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. You know, because you just hit the vein. You know, yeah. like if you dig a little bit deeper, you're gonna find more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, for some reason, I just that just came to my head, but. Um, yeah, we got to keep, got to keep going. You know, we got to continue to keep going, keep pressing in. We cannot get complacent uh, whenever yeah. we uh, we start um, having some success in what we're doing. And um, well, man, this has been an awesome talk. You know, we've been talking about you know some pitfalls to to focus, and we got some great practical things that we can use um, to help us stay focused on yeah. our task. And so the f- very first thing we talked about, you know, was just getting alone with God. Cause yeah. he is going to, he's going to yeah. sharpen our focus. He's going to get us back on track. Um, you know, he's going to keep us on going. Everything is an outworking of that. Right. Exactly. And then the next thing we talked about was, you know, not fearing failure, you know, just because we fail doesn't mean that we are a failure. You know, That's we can right. pick ourselves back up, learn from that and keep moving forward. And then the last thing was, you know, not resting in our success. Don't be the one hit wonder, yeah. you know. Don't be <laughs> Keep that. writing the songs, yeah. you know what I mean? Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. So, um, man, it's been a great, great time talking with you this yeah. morning. Thanks for having me. It was great to spend some time here in the studio with you.